0: I'm going to give you a scenario that I think happens every single day within organizations today. Sean. Sean is a new lead design. He was hired today. Now, the way they're organizing the structure is Sean, as the new lead design, is heading and leading of design. Now, we know that design works a lot with product. But the way they're structuring things, design reports into product. Now, he's still getting to know Jay, who is the head of product, right? You following with me? Now, Sean's overall character and personality is not to step on anyone's toes, not to make anyone feel comfortable. In fact, he's very reactive, not proactive. Now, Jay, on the other hand, is incredibly proactive, incredibly dominant with his personality and is very uh, confident and, and very clear with his expectations. And so... For for Sean, he's very afraid to number one, just come into any conflict with Jay. And number two, you know, he's figuring, you know what? I'm new to this team. I don't really know my way around this company. I don't really know some of the decision making models, some of the frameworks, some of the conversational flows, some of the workflows. I might just hang back here and let Jay um and let Jay kind of drive the drive the boat here until until you inevitably wait for my input. This is Sean's perspective, right? So this happens all the time. We know this inside of organizations. This is objectively true, but just because something happens all the time doesn't mean it's necessarily right. Just because something happens all the time doesn't mean it's necessarily the best the best course of action that will get you to the best inevitable outcome. This type of a dynamic will put Sean, right, the new the new lead of design. this situation will put Sean in a situation where he'll be very vulnerable uh will hesitate very consistently when it comes to making decisions. He will most likely find himself pigeonholing himself and um and settling into maybe two to three tasks that don't require Jay's significant input or thought or perspective or or overall approval. The next thing you know, there's a strong possibility that Sean will wake up eight months uh later And some of the significant output that maybe the company wanted to see from an innovation perspective, from a pushing things forward perspective, from a design um, perspective may not happen because Sean has consistently been a little bit afraid to bring up new ideas, push back and has been waiting for input. So here's a resolution for all of that, because I've seen this a lot. I've seen this in teams that I've been a part of. I've seen this in companies that I've built myself. And I just don't think this is something that needs to continue to happen inside of organizations at scale. And I know this is happening at scale inside of every organization today. So number one, number one golden rule, number one step, number one perspective. You have to have a very real conversation with Jay. You have to understand, and and when I say you, I'm referring to the inevitable CTO. I'm referring to the head of people. I'm referring to your head of learning and development. I'm referring to your culture and experience leaders. I'm referring to, shit, this is a smaller company, the CEO. Have a conversation with Jay. Jay. Understand his overall points of views on product, on design, just the state of the union. Give him that moment, push that ego, push that momentum into his back to say, we want to learn from you. Where do you think things are today? You know that we're hiring a new lead design. You know that we not, we have, we have not been happy with the design, but what's your overall input as it pertains to heading and stewarding all things product that obviously, you know, design reports to? Give him a 90 minute moment, a 60 minute moment, shit, a two, three day moment to get all of his thoughts out, all of his ego out of the system. The next thing you want to do is you want to have a very real dynamic, you know, consistent conversation to understand how is Jay deciding to make decisions? What are Jay's pet peeves? What are Jay's flaws? What are Jay's nuanced variables and, and perspectives on leadership? How is Jay thinking about interacting with this new head of, this new lead of design? Just what is, what is his overall um, initial MVP strategy to really collaborate with design from a tactical perspective, from a strategic perspective, from a humanistic and personality perspective, right? From an ideation perspective. Then what you need to do is you need to underline at a real tangible level, just because Jay, you are the head of product does not mean you necessarily have to make all the decisions. Doesn't mean necessarily all the decisions need to go straight through you. I see this happen all the time. Companies need to realize that autonomy is amazing. You need to trust your salespeople. You need to trust your partnerships people. You need to trust your lead design individuals to spend a couple dollars, to make a couple mistakes, have a couple wins, make a few decisions That are independent of what Jay, the head of product or what the head of partnerships, if it's a salesperson or the head of the head of sales and and, and, and revenue, if it's a sales guy. Like you have to trust your individual contributors to be able to make the right decisions, spend a few bucks, allocate budget, figure out the right relationships that can make them make the most sense and give them their full autonomy. So you have to really understand who is responsible for what when it comes down to decision making, when it comes down to speed, when it comes down to autonomy. Now, I think the last piece you have to do is you really need to understand in those moments where Jane must be involved, needs to be involved. How does he want those conversations to be brought to his attention? What are the ideation workflows? And we've talked, if you're, if you're a listener of this podcast, we've talked a lot about that creating out these, these, these moments where Sean and Jay can really sit down and say, and Jay can say, okay, when it comes to decision-making, when it comes to communications, when it comes to um, new ideas, when it comes to innovation, when it comes to conflict moments, when it comes to X, Y, and Z, here's my hierarchy of communication. Send me an email first, laying out Every single pro and con and the full depth of this idea or the decision you're trying to make, give me 48 hours to process. If I don't get back to you, then ping me with a text. If I don't get back to that text, you know, at, you know so uh, overall hierarchy of communication to inevitably get something completed and done in a way that will make Jay feel comfortable, heard and not trigger his overall anxiety. But at the same time, Sean needs to be able to provide that document, provide that insight as well. So this probably can take a month if you really dedicate yourself to it, 90 days if you really want to draw it out, because I I know companies are busy. But anytime you hire someone that's going to be making a really impactful decision, making really impactful decisions, a really impactful moment that is needed for the organization, or that just will be working with really impactful leaders in your company that are clearly doing great work. But may have a few flaws in their overall leadership system and 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 um and efforts there you have to genuinely understand genuinely think through how do we want to have these two individuals work together how do we want to create and settle you know all turf wars if you think of it from that perspective who's doing what who's having conversations what are the conversations needed how are the conversations going to go How can we learn about each other? How can we create these user manuals, if you will, to avoid conflict, to erase the fear of conflict? All of these things can drive more productivity, can drive more seamless execution, and can drive more autonomy. So I just want to share this this quick thought because I was reading a phenomenal article today uh, on on, on uh, firstround.com. which is an amazing blog that uh who puts this out? I've always said this. Who puts this out? Um, I don't know who puts this out. I don't. Right. Some company here in the Silicon Valley, but um, anyway, just want to share my thoughts on this. This was a phenomenal episode, um, or episode. This is a phenomenal article that I wanted to make an episode about because I just think this is a consistent issue, a consistent situation that comes up in many organizations today. So, as always, just a few thoughts. Just a few perspectives we will definitely talk to.